I can't believe Anchor 3.0 just dropped like that, just out of the blue, um, right after, again, another July Squad episode where we were talking about what we'd like to see in 3.0 and kind of feeling like it was a while a while away, but Kevin called it because we were talking a little bit about, like, why didn't we get our email, you know, with our daily statement kind of thing telling us how many listens and whatnot, and he said, something's happening, like, something's brewing, I think something's about to change, and I was, I mean, I was like, yeah, maybe, but I was kind of skeptical. I still thought 3.0 would be a ways away. I also thought that Anchor themselves would hype this thing up a lot more, um, but he was right. They just kind of dropped it on us out of nowhere and was like, enjoy, which I think that's completely fine for them to do. I think that's uh, an interesting way to go about it. And I kind of like it because then I wasn't um, expecting anything. And when it when it drops, it was just it was that much better. You know? So I thought I would um, give you some impressions. I poked around a little bit. I know we'll probably talk a lot about this on the next time we can get together on a July Squad show, but I poked around a little bit, and um, the first day it dropped, I couldn't listen to anything, and that was kind of frustrating me a little bit. Um, every time I'd click a segment and hit play, it would do the little loading animation, and then as soon as it started playing, the app would crash. I should note that I'm on Android, um, just in case your experience on iPhone is any different than that, but... So that was kind of frustrating, but I was poking around. I like the the new visual style. I like that a lot. It actually reminds me, ironically, of an app we were talking about on the July Squad, which was Pocket Casts. And so I think the decision to get rid of the dial um, was a good one. I think having a list of favorites is is even better. Um and to kind of move towards more, I mean, they definitely are are doubling down on the whole podcast thing, right? They are really making this a podcasting platform. I think maybe the whole Snapchat of audio thing was just, I don't think it really had legs. It, had, it was a really good idea. Um, I enjoy being able to kind of cycle through segments, so segments are still good. But I think moving it into more of a long-form podcast is going to be good. At least it's going to be good for me. I'm curious about those of you who are out there who just are listeners, if you're even there, uh, how you feel about that update, because it seems like it's going to be a lot easier for you to listen. I hope that's that's true. So the, the coolest thing, I think, though, is what just happened right there at three minutes. So segments are still a thing, but you can record for as long as you want, and it's going to automatically break those sections up. So segments are now three minutes before it switches to something else. And I think that's I think that's great, because then you can still kind of skip through. You're like, oh, I don't like what you're talking about here, I'll move. But then if you're doing something longer form, which is what I like to do, it makes it a lot more fluid, and you don't have to worry about the, the timer and all that. So it just split into another segment right there at the three-minute mark, and I think that's great. It does tell me here, a little notification kind of pops up and says, Heads up, listeners tend to prefer prefer short-form audio. Consider making your episode out of shorter segments. Okay. Um, 
first off, hashtag not all. <laughs> I don't think that's that's a a true statement at all. Um, I know that some people. I, I think it should say some listeners tend to to prefer short form segments. I'm not one of those people. I prefer uh, long form. I create in long form whenever I can. Um, I'll do little updates here and there, but I like to really take the time to kind of work through my thoughts. And especially if you're having a conversation with someone, you really need to not be constrained by time in order to really get to the heart of what you guys want to talk about. Um, I think that, again, if you're going to be the Snapchat of audio, yeah, you better keep things brief. If you want people to be able to just listen to one segment and go about their day, yeah, you need to be brief. But I don't know. I don't know about that whole heads up. Now, maybe this is why I'm not that popular on Anchor, but... I I create the things that I would consume myself. And I know there are other people out there who feel the exact same way, that they want to put on something like this and just have it on in the background while they're doing something else. That's the biggest thing. I have a I have a essentially a podcast up in front of me right now on my computer that is part one of gosh, I don't even know how many parts. It's two hours long. So I don't mind investing the time when the content is good, and I feel that people will feel that same way. Not Again, hashtag not all, <laughs> because yes, some listeners tend to prefer short-form audio, but to kind of pop that up in, in my face like after my segment goes for more than three minutes is kind of like, well, okay, but not everybody is going to be the same. So I try to stay away from, from making statements that... Uh, apply to everyone because that's really hard to do. So not all people prefer prefer short uh, audio. And I think the fact that you changed the app to include more long form should say that to you. I almost don't even, I think that whole heads up notification thing on the screen is kind of, is kind of silly. I, I kind of wish they didn't have that there. Um, but I think that you need to learn what your audience wants. If you start posting long-form things and they're just like starting to tune out and you see your analytics drop, that's something you need to address. But that's only because you see, you hear from people and you see the analytics and you go, okay, this isn't working. But just to kind of say it, I don't know if that's it. So I see Anchor kind of holding on to these little bits of what they were when they first launched. And I hope that they're able to grow beyond that because I do think that as more of a podcast client, I think that that works. The record with friends feature is its strongest feature and that it is amazing and it's so easy that they really need to double down on that um, and then kind of let go maybe a little bit of the whole Snapchat of audio thing. I don't think they've ever said that, but that's just kind of what, what we as creators here have begun to, to feel is that, oh, okay, they're trying to kind of be a little bit like Snapchat here in, in different ways. So I see this update as them striking out on their own and going a different direction, and I think that's amazing and that's awesome, and I really, I really like the update. The last thing I will talk about so far, and again, I've only used this app for a handful of hours now just because it didn't work for me in the first day or two, um, but I really enjoy the dashboard and the analytics that we get to see. And that makes total sense why we're not getting like a daily digest because you get to view everything in the dashboard. That dashboard is going to be very, very useful if this does, if you first say you, you take off and even if nobody's listening to you on Anchor, they're listening to you on your podcast, you can still see those analytics 
And so then you can approach people about brand deals and doing ad ad reads and stuff like that. I would expect us to see more ad revenue in Anchor very soon. I would expect some of the big creators to be reaching out to brands and saying, look, I have an audience of a couple thousand people every day. We need to do some kind of advertisement to get paid for. I don't think that Anchor itself should try to um, monetize anything. I think you should keep it up to the individual creator. Just like if you had a regular podcast, you're the one who's going out and reaching out for brand deals. You're the one who's going to reach out to Dollar Shave Club and be like, hey, will you sponsor this video or this this podcast? So I think Anchor should stay out of that, but give us the tools to be able to do that. And I think if you're looking for a reason for that, just look to YouTube right now. Um, I feel like people make more money on YouTube when they go out and strike out on their own and make their own brand deals and do their own ad reads and not rely on Google AdSense. So I don't think I want ads like in between segments or anything on behalf of Anchor. Don't want it, don't need it. But thank you for giving us the tools that can allow us and empower us to go reach out to brands and make those deals ourselves. So it should always be about empowering the people and empowering them to use the platform the way that they want. And part of that is giving us this longer form. Thank you. Like right now, I can just talk and I don't have to worry about the segments. I don't have to worry about that at all. And that really is amazing, even though I get the little passive aggressive pop up. But sorry, sorry. I'm really not that upset about that. I just think it's funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts on 3.0 so far. Um, I do miss the live feature isn't there. I miss it. But um since you guys prefer shorter uh, form audio, I'll stop it here at 10 minutes. But I'm sure that we'll do a July squad about this in depth very soon. I'd like to hear JM's thoughts. I'm going to go listen to his segments right now. So that's it for now. I'll talk to you guys later.